Small Critical Podcast. This is Dallin. And we are coming at you hot uh, a day early and uh, previewing week three. The season just moves right along, doesn't it? Sure does. Um, so we have our newsroom, um, our weekly awards, and then uh, no power rankings this week. That'll be in every other week occurrence. This week we're doing something a little fun. We're going to go ahead and go over the top five rookies for the season and then uh, preview week three. So uh, without further ado, let's begin the show by starting it. All right. Um, you want to talk about the trade first? That was the your trade. Yeah. Yeah, well, do you want to talk about the trade first? Yeah, we can. It doesn't make any difference to me. Trade or free agents. Let's talk about free agents first because Build the, up. Trade, yeah, the, trade's, the trade's more significant. Yeah. Um, all right. So it's it's a little different because we're doing it Sunday. But going back, yeah. I believe the, the most recent unmentioned ad drop was the flock dropping Seku Dumboya and adding the Time Lord, Robert Williams. Okay. Um, Time Lord's been playing well. Mm-hmm. It's always iffy with minutes, but better than Segu and Boya, that's for sure. But their front court's healthy, right? So if he's getting minutes, that's not going to change, right? Well, his minutes are 17 in the most recent game. No, that's today. Last game, 11. Previous Oof. game, 23. Previous game, 11. Previously, 22. Previously, So zero. it's a streamer spot. Maybe so it's, it's back and forth until he proves himself. Yeah, and he's, you know... Add it all up, and he's been good because one of those games was a four-block game. Yeah. If you can get four blocks one game and one block the next game and then two the next game, you had a really good week. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's interesting and certainly a high upside, especially for somebody who's punching free throws. Um, later that day, Desert Storm added Rudy Gay. Desert Storm? Correct. Okay. And then one minute later, dropped Rudy Gay for Kristen oh. Thompson. Okay. So, I mean, I was, it, was Sunday, I qu- it was Sunday, so you might as well burn through your ad drops. Huh? Right, right. Yeah, the, the reason I question is because I was actually sitting in, in Ben Levitt's office as he picked up Rudy Gay. So I was like, wait a second, how does – and he's like, I guess we'll get to that. But I was he, confused. He, he picked him up at 7.27 a.m. and – excuse me, 9.27 a.m. and dropped him at 9.28. So okay. did not make a big impact. Ended up with Tristan Thompson. Um. Next up, Super Zombies dropped Daniel House, added Bismack Biombo. The Pride dropped Isaac or Isaac Bonga and added Nas Reed. Okay, that's a good pickup. Rainbow Riders added DeAnthony Melton. Mm. East Mesa Trading Company dropped Teo Maladon and added Peyton Pritchard. Mm-hmm. Uh, Super Zombies dropped Chuma Okiki and added Rudy Gay. There you go. Um, What do you think? I like turtles. All right, you're great zombie. Um, it's interesting. It's it's. I don't know. It makes sense for a team that's trying to win. Rudy Gay is going to help you win more this year than Chumo Kiki, I think. Yeah. But if that was your stance, I don't know why you drafted Chumo Kiki in the first place. Take a flyer on him. He hasn't really shown a whole lot, and so it's a streamer spot. Yeah. He'll probably keep an eye on Chumo Kiki, but we'll see. Yeah. I don't know. Like I said, uh, Chuma Okiki, I, I kind of like long-term. I don't see the short-term value, but if you want short-term, then Rudy Gay will do that 
do a much better job of that. Yeah. Um, next up, Avatar on Blu-ray dropped Derek Jones Jr. and added Danilo Gallinari. Okay. He then dropped Dorian Finney-Smith and added Jeff Teague. Wait, Danilo Gallinari? Feel like there's any sort of discussion to be had there? Uh, not really. Maybe okay. when he gets healthy. All right. Whoa. Um, I, they say that he'll be reevaluated in two weeks. I don't think that he's worth keeping on your, you know, in your active roster for two weeks. If Kevin's got an IR, then throw him in there, I guess. But I don't think that he does. Um, huh. Yeah, he's got Lowry Marketing that he can put in there. Uh. So, anyway. <clears throat> um, yeah, Danilo Gallinari, probably not worth owning if he can't play. Um, Dorian Finney-Smith for, out for Jeff Teague. Next up, Rainbow Riders dropped DeAnthony Melton and added Desmond Bain. Went back to the went back to the, the Desmond Bain Just well. Just couldn't quit that Desmond Bain. Um, next up, the East Mace Trading Company dropped Gary Harris and added Josh Hart. Hmm. And then the Highlanders added Jay Crowder. <clears throat> All right. Um, I don't see a whole lot in that that is exceptionally noteworthy, if I'm being honest. Okay. Um, and then the the bigger news is the trade. Oh, I mean, it's not not, not just breaking a... news. It's several days old, but, uh, <laughs> but it, no. it warrants some sort of attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're giving it attention right now. The East Mace Trading Company traded Shea Gildas Alexander to the Rainbow Riders for. I did not trade that to you. That was the Rainbow oh, Riders. The Elmer Rainbow... Dynasty traded Shea Gildas Alexander there you go. to the Rainbow Riders for DeAndre Ayton, uh, which I'm. I Yeah, walk me through this. You've always liked DeAndre Ayton. I have always liked DeAndre Ayton. Um, there are a couple of things. Um, you know, they're basically the same age. Mm-hmm. The one hesitation that I had was that Shea Gildas Alexander has consistently improved himself and added to his game. But I kind of feel like Ayton has done the same thing. Like rookie year, Ayton was a horrible defender. Second year, Ayton was much better. And so... To me, it looks like the type of player who can add to his game. And when you consider he's already been significantly better than Shea Gildas Alexander, mm-hmm. I think that's significant. Um, if he can start, if he can start consistently hitting threes, which he's shown a little bit of flashes of, he's he's going to even increase that value even more. Yeah, there 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 are some ways for him <clears throat> to get significantly better. Do you worry that you gave away? the face of a franchise player for a third option? Honestly, it's the exact opposite. Oh. Um, I feel like the Thunder cleared the decks for Shea this year, Mm -hmm. but that's not going to stay. They're going to be picking early in the draft. And the thing is, in the actual NBA, one of the best things about Shea Ghost Alexander is that he's extremely versatile. You can play him at the one or you can play him at the two. Maybe someday he can play against some threes Mm -hmm. because he's got the height and the length for it. And because you can do that, both on offense and on defense, it seems like there's a good chance that they're going to add a 
point guard to that roster at some point, and yeah. that will eat into his fantasy stats. And that's a great way to maximize his value in the actual NBA, but that, that works at cross purposes with fantasy. I mean, right now, I think there have been kind of three players in the draft, in the upcoming draft, who have separated themselves, and two of them are point guards. So if Oklahoma City drafts Cade Cunningham next year or they draft Jalen Suggs, I think both of them, short-term and long-term, eat into Shea Gilders-Alexander's minutes. And not not his minutes, because he's still going to play, but into his role, into his usage. And so this year, it's like, all right, he's he's running the show. He's going to get all the assists, and it's going to be great. I think long-term, that's probably going to go away because he's going to end up playing next to somebody like that. Aiden, on the other hand, he's just he's the center. They're going to let him be the center for as long as he's in town. Is DeAndre Aiden the Bismack Biombo you never had? No, he's a he's a different thing. He's a skilled player. Um, one <laughs> of the, he's a skilled player. Yes, one, saying Bismack Biombo is not. No, um, one of the uh, a little while ago when we did the <clears throat> redraft rankings, I had Aiton really high. Yeah. So, but not a lot of people said Shea though, right? No, he wasn't even. I didn't have him on the list, and that was one of the things where that's I'm like, interesting. I'm like, okay, Bryce, why? Why are because I I sat on this trade for like 24 hours. 20 yeah. hours and like why eventually i'm like the only reason to not do it is cowardice yeah and that's a, a bad reason to not do something because i do like the player but i guess greed because i was hoping to get a better deal but i do like the player better the other thing is you look at that power or that uh, redraft list and one thing that you see a lot of is centers who could hit the free throws mm-hmm. anthony mm-hmm. davis nicole Jokic, ayton and so if i can add deandre ayton to that to my team, he plays the toughest position to get in fantasy, which is center. He can do it while hitting free throws. Mm-hmm. He's young. He's got all kinds of room for growth. He can either either by shooting more threes, which I think he's capable of doing, or just rolling harder to the rim, which mm-hmm. will tra- it'll increase his points and his field goal percentage. I think he's got all kinds of growth. Yeah, and they and they had a shortened off season, a shortened training camp. He hasn't had a whole lot of time to gel with Chris Paul. Chris Paul's only going to help him. I think so. Um, did you want to hear what Bram had to say about the about yeah, his? I do. He didn't have a whole lot to say, but I did ask him about it uh, earlier in the week, and um, I said, "Why'd you do it?" And he said, "I'm sick of watching Aiton's soft ass." Okay. I mean, Shea's an exciting player, though. He I mean, is he, he didn't do bad on he that is deal. More exciting. Yeah, but he, he certainly didn't do bad on the deal, though. No. I think Shea's a great. Chase great. Um, but I think I agree with you. I like the potential of Aiton. The redraft is something I didn't think of when it, when I thought of this trade, and that just changed my – I thought you'd won going into tonight. Hearing the redraft portion of that makes it very clear to me that I think you won. Um, just in sheer volume uh, value, um, anybody wants Aiton now. Yeah. Um, DeAndre Ayton, well, Shake Elders Alexander, his rookie year was number 141, and then last year was number 53. Ayton, rookie year, 33, last year, 32. Mm-hmm. Like he's already established himself as top 40. Yeah. And he's not, he's not there right now, but who cares? It's week two. Yeah. He's got plenty of time to get up there. Um, right now, Shea's at 132 and Ayton's at 82. The other nice thing is... I have Porzingis. Mm-hmm. Ostensibly, I have Porzingis. You have, you have Porzingis when you have Porzingis. And I have Aiton. <clears throat> and they're both centers who 
block a lot of shots and hit their free throws and hit their free throws. Um, I'm going to be picking in the lottery a couple times this year and next year. And so if I can add to Aiton and Porzingis, someone like Evan Mobley or Paolo Bancaro or Chet Holmgren, I've got a good shot at three centers, all of whom can hit their threes, all of whom can get blocks. And as a team that doesn't punt free throw, I'm going to be competitive at potentially I could be competitive with anybody in blocks. And so if I'm rolling into a, a free throw punt team with three stud centers, it, it puts me at a tactical advantage. There's a lot to like. There's a lot to like. It, it you know, like I said, I love Shea Gilders Alexander. He has markedly improved himself every year for like four years in a row. Mm-hmm. And that's the type of player I, I like to bet on. But I think Aiden's just too good to say no to. Somewhere there's a happy dragon just dancing his way away from that trade. Not today, though. Not today? No. Yaman Banks is having a rough day. And you're playing the... A rainbow forever that won't fade away. So I guess we'd say that you won the trade all day long, but if you can't beat the guy you just traded your player away to, then... Yeah. Maybe Bram won the trade. (laughs) No, he didn't win the trade. He won the battle, but not the war. That's... Um, any other news? Any, 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 uh, any rebrandings? Any, uh, I think we went a full week without anybody rebranding. Okay. Um, we're still on track for one trade a week. Um, more because we had two last week, but we didn't have any, we didn't have any three weeks ago. Oh, okay. So, uh, we could move into our weekly awards. Let's do it. All right. So uh, let's go ahead and move into the um, best player in fantasy basketball. Then you. I'm number one. You're number two. It's actually shifted since we sat down. Oh, no. Who was it when we sat down? I can't remember. I think it was Harden. No, you said somebody else's name. You said oh, Miles, Miles Turner. Turner. Miles Turner. Miles Turner. Um, yeah, since we sat down, he's dropped down to five. And the number one player over the last seven days has been Tobias Harris. Oh. Um, this is a Yao Ming Dynasty kind of episode. Yeah. Also, getting my teeth kicked in 2-7. Yeah, you have the number one player and you want to trade. It's a good week for the Yao Ming Dynasty. It's not. But that's fine, because if you think about it, fantasy basketball is dumb. It doesn't even matter anyway. <laughs> Says the guy doing a podcast. I mean, I, I, I won my football league. That's cooler, <laughs> right? Everybody knows football is cooler than basketball. That'll be the last time you mentioned your football league on this podcast. Oh, boy. Uh, oh, boy. Um, Tobias Harris, though, over the last seven days, 86 points, 34 rebounds, 17 assists, 9 steals, 7 blocks, um, 56 field goal, and 100 free throw, although only 7 of 7. Yeah, Philadelphia needs him to be that good. He's He's been playing well. They need game 1, he's stung, and he's been good since. Yeah. Uh, good. Um, so then, uh, anything else to add on? On the old Tobai? No, he's great, and I love that he wears a headband. Okay. Uh, next award goes to the best rookie of the week. Season premiere of The Rookie, Sunday, January 3rd on ABC. Big changes will be made moving forward. The top rookie over the last seven days has been 
Lamella Ball of the East Mace Trading Company. Yo-ho, yo-ho, a pirate's life for me. We pillage, we plunder, we... Um, this, well, last seven days, he has played four games, averaging 14 points, five rebounds, 5.3 assists, 2.0 steals, and 0.8 blocks. Um, 45% field goal and 75% free throw. 2.3 turnovers. It It's um, a good week for a rookie. Those defensive stats are really kicking him up there. Two steals a game is an awful lot to ask from somebody, but he can be good steals probably. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's lanky, he's shifty. He's long, but he doesn't try. But sometimes you get steals by not trying. I don't know. It, I watched like three Hornets games last week, and he was hustling. On defense? Mm-hmm. Okay. He was trying. I, mean, I haven't watched. Guys were getting games. by him but because they're just faster. Um, but he he's trying. Okay. Well, good for him and good for you. He's, yeah. He's played well. Um, and all of that was in 26 minutes. Long term, he's certainly going to play more than that. Yeah. No, he uh, he finally jumped up to the 30 mark yesterday. So we'll see where he goes. All right. And uh, I think it was Devontae Graham and Terry Rogier shot a combined two of t- two of 19 or two of 21. I think it's funny when people that talk night. about like Charlotte drafting for need, and I'm like, well, let's see. All of their players are bad, so they need everything. <laughs> yeah, who cares? Devonte Graham shot, I think, in the last like two. Do you have it? Can you pull up Devonte Graham in the last two games? What's what's his field goal? Um, not not to harp on the 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 great keyboard cat, um, but Devonte Graham is the one that's going to be opening up minutes here for good old Lamelo, I think. Let's see. So his latest game, he shot 10. In his last two games, he shot 10%. Yeah, that was two for 20 in the last two games, yeah, I believe. Good. Not good. Um, on the season, he's averaging nine points with uh, 25% field goal shooting. Yeah. Sounds um, like a bench roll. Yeah, not, not, not ideal. Not ideal. <clears throat> Um, all right. Well, that's enough for rookie. So the next award is the shoulda, woulda, coulda, the guy that sat on the waiver wire all week that nobody picked up that is the best. Over the last seven days in total value, Bobby Portis has put up 52 points, 30 rebounds, four assists, three steals, four blocks, and five threes on 53% shooting and 90% free throw. How Only many- five turnovers. That puts him ranked 40th over the last seven days. How many teammates has he punched in the face? I believe none. That's a great week for Bobby Portis. Yeah, he's doing good. Uh, I read somewhere, saw somewhere that the the Bucks this week, they either blew somebody out or they got blown out, and he was just playing a lot of garbage time, whereas that normally won't be the case. Yeah, that, that sounds right. His last game, Bucks win 26 26- or 126 to 96, he played 25 minutes. Before that, they lost by oof, about 11 points. He played 18 minutes. Before that, they won by about 50, played 26. Won by 20, played 26. Won by 40, played 26. Lost by one, played 16. Which, I guess if their team's that good, this might be... <laughs> well, but the thing is, like, half of those were losses. They're, yeah. they're 500, but everything's a blowout. Which is just one way or the other. For some reason, that's what we're doing in basketball these days. It's just everything's a blowout. But anyway, had a good week. Okay. It's you know it's based off of um, sustainable percentages, but most good weeks are. 
Well, all right. Well, those are the weekly awards. Uh, I feel like there should be a sound drop here. Insert in your imagination a sound drop here. Um, moving on to the top five rookies of the season up till this point. Uh, want to count five down or one one up? Oh, five. Five oh. down, right? Yeah. Who's the fifth best? Um, I clicked away from that page. Sorry. No, you're fine. Am I? Rolly White trailers are. <laughs> All right, here we go. On the season, the number five rookie, um, and we do. You have to play half the games. We're saying. Yeah. So Obi Toppin and his one game don't count. But the number five rookie is somebody that I don't think anyone predicted beforehand. In fact, super didn't. It's Peyton Pritchard. Yo ho, yo ho, I. I kind of predicted it halfway through the week. Uh, after he played well? After he played one or two games well? That does not count as a prediction, no. then. No, it does not. Uh, no, ranked 167. He is currently averaging 6.8 points, 1.7 rebounds, 2.2 assists, 1.7 steals, 0.2 blocks, and 0.83s. Yeah. On 55% shooting. He surpassed Jeff... Teague as the backup point guard. Um, Which isn't saying a whole lot. When Kimball Walker comes back, he's third string. Yeah. So. So I I would not be particularly high on Peyton Pritchard. If he were available on the free agency, I would not pick him up. Well, you shouldn't either. Yeah. But I'm keeping an eye on him. Okay. Um, so that's number five. Number four, a, a much bigger name. It's James Weissman. Um, James Weissman is ranked number 158 on the season per game. 11.6 points, 5.6 rebounds, 0.2 assists, 0.6 steals, and 1.6 blocks. Um, interesting, I think most of us thought he would be a free throw punt guy, and maybe he will be, but this so far this season, 72% free throw and uh, 41% field goal. That's not really hurting you a whole lot. Uh, 41's not great, but it's also not a lot of volume. Well, four makes and four, four out of ten. So he's missing six shots a game. That's not nothing. Yeah, that's not. Um, Is it because he's shooting threes? He ha- he's, he's more ambitious than he ought to be on offense. He's one of these big guys who wishes he was Kevin Durant, mm-hmm. but he's not Kevin Durant. No. And that was always one of the problems with him was that he just didn't know what he was or embrace what he was. Right. So we'll see if he can play his way out of that. The 1.6 blocks is a really nice number. Um, he did all of that in 22 and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. So the blocks on a, on a rate basis are exceptional. Yeah. If you bump that up to 30 minutes, he's knocked on the door of three. No. Per 36. Well, no, because even then he's at 1.6 and 22. So per 36, I'm guessing he's like 2.0 three or something like that. I don't know. I mm-hmm. guess, but I don't think he's ever going to play like 36 minutes is asking a lot from anybody, especially a big man. Mm-hmm. But even at 30 minutes, it's, it's a really good number. So reason for optimism. What do you think? I like turtles. All right. You're great zombie. And... Um, next up, number three, 
is Denny Avdia. Look, Simba. Everything the light touches is our kingdom. Jason, how do you go about pronouncing his name? Denny Avdia. Avdia. I think you should have played those in the other order. The yeah, that's order. fine. Um, he's been, you know, Denny's been good. So um, far on the season, six games, 7.8 points, which is not much. 5.2 rebounds, which is actually a pretty nice number. 2.7 assists, 1.3 steals, 0.2 blocks, and 1.73s. He's shooting 51 or 52% from the field, but only 60% from the line, but that's on less than one attempt per game. So mm -hmm. it's not hurting you, and it's also not yet predictive, although he wasn't very good at free throw shooting in Israel either. Mm -hmm. um, but he's ranked number 95 on the year per game in 26 minutes. I think there's reason to be optimistic. 26 minutes? 26 minutes and 10 seconds. Mm. That's actually... What's his field goal in the year again? Because we said going into this, he's a bad shooter. 51 and a half. That seems unsustainable. It does seem unsustainable. Only 50% usually is. But he's looked better shooting. Um, Good for him, though. Yeah. At, at this point, there is no reason to be anything except optimistic. He's also he's also third in minutes for whatever that's worth. Um, There's a video here on YouTube that says he's the next Luka Doncic. Um, that video is foolish. <laughs> And should not be watched by anyone. Oh. Um, but he doesn't have to be the next Luka Doncic to be very good. Well, there you go. And so far, I mean, if, if I had him, a rookie at number 95, who boy. You know, we know we'd be hearing a lot about Denny Avdia. Yes, we would. Jason, how do you go about pronouncing his name? Denny Avdia. Uh, number two. A fellow that we mentioned a little while ago, it's LaMelo Ball. So far on the season, he's averaging 11.5 points, 4.5 rebounds, 4.2 assists, and 1.8 steals. And that's taking into account a game where he did basically nothing in the first game of the season. Yep. Also has half block, which is a great number from a point guard. Um, the percentages are less impressive, 42% from the field and 71 from the line. I thought, they, I thought both of those numbers would be worse by now, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, it's, it's not totally unfair. Um, he's done that across six games. He's now ranked 85 on the season. Um, no, it, it'll be interesting to see what he becomes because I think he is always going to have issues scoring the ball. And so is he going to have issues staying on the ball? Is he going to be able to – he's got the size that he doesn't have to be on the ball all the time. He can play off next to a point guard but he's also a brilliant passer so he's been fantastic so far well i can tell you this much bryce owning lamella ball is fun and exciting not much to add to what you said other than i will say those averages would all go quite a bit of ways up if it wasn't for that first game so take it with a grain of salt he's only going to get better my friends um now moving up to the number one rookie Right now, the top rookie on the season is Tyrese Halliburton of the East Mesa Trading Company. 
Yo-ho, yo-ho, a pirate's life for me. We pillage, we plunder, we rifle and loot. So I was really disappointed in the draft when Josh took Killian Hayes ahead of me at number three. Boy, am I glad that Tyrese Halliburton fell in my lap at four. I thought he'd be good, but I didn't think he'd be this good. He's been excellent. Um, Across five games, he's averaged 10.6 points, 2.0 rebounds, 4.4 assists, 1.0 steals, and 0.4 blocks with 2.0 threes. Shooting 53% field goal, so you expect that to drop down. Mm-hmm. And 88% free throw, mm-hmm. a very good number. Mm-hmm. Um, 0.8 turnovers, which is really young, low considering his 4.4 assists. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the best assist to turnover ratio in the NBA, but it's got to be close, right? I don't. I would love to know the answer to that question. Um, I'll work on it then. Well, Allen. Since I don't, since I don't have anything else going on, no, I wasn't saying to get that answer for me this this right now this episode. They're always passive aggressive like this. Nice. Look at these stats for me. Um, Anyways, if you can find that, great. If not, don't worry about it. We can bring it into next week. Tyrese Halliburton's been awesome to watch. I I have a lot of fun and pride on owning two of the premier rookie point guards this season. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, he's been wonderful. I mean, I wouldn't call him a point guard. I think that's why he's good because he isn't playing point guard. Right, and he's a com- more of a combo. Yeah. But but the two the two three pointers is really nice. Mm-hmm. Like he, uh, I mean, he can't he can't play on ball. He's just not quick enough. But if you use him right by playing him off ball next to a point guard, he can pick up assists. It's it's, it's all very Lonzo Ball esque, mm-hmm. except a lot cheaper for you to mm-hmm. acquire than mm-hmm. Lonzo Ball. Um, and younger, and he has more upside, and he makes his free throws. Mm-hmm. And he's not like too scared to drive into the lane because he's scared of getting embarrassed. By free throw Lower line. ceiling than Lon- uh, Lamelo, um, but maybe a higher floor. Uh, well, I don't think any. I don't think anyone has a high floor in the NBA. That's probably that's just like there are too many great prospects that you know. There was a time when everyone would have said Markel Fultz had a really high floor, and then stuff happened but no other than the field goal percentage i don't really see anything up there that's unsustainable a lot of a lot of guys have their numbers boosted by unsustainable steals which i kind of think lamella balls are unsustainable 1.8 that's just too high nobody's gonna very few people average 1.8 peyton pritchard uh 1.7 way too high tyrese Halliburton, 1.0 frankly i think that's probably low He's gonna mm-hmm. he's gonna be higher next. He's got good basketball IQ. He understands how the game's played and where guys would go and where he's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And he's got long arms, and that tends and, to. And that's his season deals. average, right? He didn't get yes, a single still the, the first like three games. Of yeah, the that's season. the season average. I think I think Tyrese Halliburton. Tyrese Halliburton is a very fantasy friendly player, and he's he, he's he's looking great. Um, you know how I feel about Taylor Horton Tucker, but like two years ago when. Scouts used to go watch Taylor Horton Tucker at Iowa State. They said, oh, he's okay. Tyrese Halliburton's better. But he went back to school so that he could learn and grow, and he became better, and now he's looking really good. Yeah. So, way to go, Tyrese Halliburton. Also a really cool name, I think. Yeah, Tyrese Halliburton. Tyrese Halliburton. It just kind of rolls off the tongue. Well, if your rookie on your team was not mentioned in this podcast in a couple weeks, maybe he will be. Keep your, keep praying, keep hoping, keep watching, and maybe he'll end up here. But for now, this is for you. The Alexei Pokacheskis of the world.
if you hey, will. he's ranked number 320 so far. Hey. On his one-point-a-game scoring. His defensive stats have actually not been bad, though. Um, yeah. A steal and a block. Yeah, I'll take that. That's fine. It's hard to find. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not super impressive to have two defensive stats. Yeah. It's fine. All right. Well, um, that leads us into the preview for week three. Um, oh, I should I should mention Obi Toppin would have been on the list. You did mention. Oh, but he only played one. He game, played one so, game. Yeah. Yeah. Which uh, I guess you know. An honorable mention. Winning isn't everything. There Sometimes go. it's good enough to just be the honorable mention. Yep. All right. Well. Moving into the week five, week three, not week five, week three preview. Um, over week two, or you want to do that later? Well, we don't really know the re- results for week two. We're still kind of in the middle of Sunday yeah. night. Yeah, um, yeah. We can mention what we have, or we can maybe mention. We can quickly well, mention. Let's, let's do let's do week three preview, and then when we get to week two, we'll be closer to everything. Being there finalized. you go. Yeah, I, I would expect that things will be, if not final, real close to it. Should we at that point go ahead and just give the points for? Our, Little pick them. No, we should wait until that's totally finalized. Right. Yeah, 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 you're right. Um, and I don't mind if you do that at work tomorrow instead of here. We'll see. Um, all right. So week three, what do we got? Yao Ming Dynasty versus um, the Flying Hellfish. The Flying Hellfish. All right. Yep. The Flying Hellfish, the fightiest squad in the fightiest company in the third fightiest battalion in the army. Um, a pair of beat up teams. Yaming Dynasty is still missing Campbell Walker and Chris Epsporzingis. Um, a couple other guys kind of coming back from some minor injuries. Yeah, um, on Monday I had Kawhi and Butler and Kyrie, and I think one other guy I'll sit. Wow. That's a winning formula. That is not a winning formula. <laughs> um, but the Flying Hellfish also have injuries. Of their John, own. Morant. John Morant's out. Michael Porter Jr. is out for health and safety longer. protocols. What a surprise. Michael Porter Jr. is an aggressively dumb person. Wow. He's a good basketball player, but an aggressively dumb person, and I don't respect him. Fair enough. I don't know. I don't really know the guy well enough to know what his intelligence level is. Okay. Um, so, okay. So you guys are supposedly going to be healthy this week. A couple rest games for you here there. But what is the Flying Hellfish if no John Morant? How big of a cog is he? In uh, I mean, I, I didn't think that he was really a playoff contender this season anyway. He's looked good. Um, he looked good week one. Yeah, where is he at right now? I guess we'll get to that. He's he's losing like eight one or one eight to, to the Highlanders. To the for, Highlanders for an excellent team, but I I don't know. I I, I still I think Jay's gonna surprise. I don't think he's a, I don't think he'll make the playoffs, but I think he's gonna surprise us throughout the year. I think he will finish outside the top ten, which is fine. Yeah. He's a rebuilding team, um, but Jason Richardson's been good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Jalen Brown's good. Yeah, he's got some nice players. 
Definitely does. Uh, I still think that he is a building team rather than a winning team. But if he's going to want to beat the Yumming Dynasty, I think he needs to be fully healthy to give us some probably the best shot. I mean, right now, his number one player, Michael Porter, is out. Number two, John Morant's out. His number three player, Darius Garland, is ranked number 59. Number That's four, a long way Darren Fox, from... 82, and then everybody else outside the top 100. He was, Darius Garland was ranked like fourth last week. So he fell 55 spots. I suppose so. Or something like that. I suppose so. Which yep. seems more realistic, but. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, you know. If I was Jay and you were going to tell me this year that Darius Garland would be ranked top 60, I'd been thrilled. Well, the year is far from over. I expect that he will finish outside the top 60. I'm still not really a Darius Garland guy. Yeah, we'll see. We will. I'm not not either. Uh, But, but no, it's, uh, you know, he's he's had some players who played well. He's got some really exciting young pieces. Um, Josh Richardson's back outside the top 100. I said he was playing well, but not not great. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, Jarrett Culver, it's looking really rough. Only yeah. playing 23 minutes a game, ranked 267 on the season. PJ mm-hmm. Washington, about the same thing. Mm-hmm. Playing you know, 25 minutes outside the top 200. So. I'd have more confidence in Washington than Culver at this point, though. Yeah, I don't really love either. Um, oh, Jalen Brown. I'm sorry. Jalen Brown is number 15 on the year. Um, so he's got that going. He's not going to continue to sh- Score 28 points a game. Or 42 in one game. No. But he's been good so far this season. Yeah, he has been. Um, but we'll see. Like I said, he's it's, it, it's a future team. Kobe White's not playing well, but his best basketball is in front of him. Same thing with Zubov. Same thing with a lot of these guys. I guess if I were Jay, I'd be very excited about what I have seen considering he's rebuilding. For sure, especially out of Jaw and Porter. Yeah, like that's great stuff. Because you need, you need stars, and he's got stars. Um, yeah, and you pair that alongside Darren Fox and Jalen Brown types that are potential all-star players in the NBA down the road. Mm-hmm. That's good stuff. Yep. <clears throat> and the Yumming Dynasty, like you said, battered a little bit at the beginning of the year. Maybe they're coming back now. Uh, Chris Stapps and Kemba were supposed to be back in January. It's January. so um, Porzingis I- is doing full practices right now. I think he might just be playing his way into shape. Mm-hmm. Um, Why shot 19% tonight? Yeah, it was a Paul George night. It's a, a crying shame. Um, but there have been some players who've played really well. Oladipo's been excellent. Tobias mm-hmm. Harris, we mentioned earlier, he's been fantastic. Yep. So you yeah. think he keeps that up? He's not number one. I think that he will finish somewhere outside the top one. <laughs> okay. um, but I think he can be top, outside the top 20? Or do you think he's yeah, the top probably. 20? Yeah. No, I, I think. If, he, I think if he's probably, in like a 40 to 50 range, I'd that's where really exactly that. what I was thinking. Um, I'd be very happy with that. And honestly, that's that's a lot of what he's done. Um, but hey, if he can give you top one every now and then, that's great. Yeah. George Hill's been really good and presumably will be until he gets traded to a contender. Mm. Um, he's playing for the Thunder. Thunder. Starting next to Shea Gunders Alexander. Oof. So yeah, the point guard starting next to him. Yeah. Even, even, even this year, point guard starting next to him. Um, Shea's actually been one of my lower ranked players. Um, the worst player. You should trade him for a top 100 player. Shea? Yeah. Uh, I should. <laughs> um, Troy Brown's probably the worst player rostered in fantasy other than the rookies. You still holding faith? No. 
Nope, Panther Horton Tucker has taken over that spot of my unjustifiable optimism. I will probably drop Troy Brown tonight. Ooh, tonight as in when people hear this podcast or previously before? The no, podcast? as in like I should have done it a few days ago and I should do it before. Maybe pick So up, that it doesn't count against my ad drops next week. Maybe pick up Bobby Portis before, before people hear this podcast. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Um, I still think that in on a wise, wisely run team, he would be getting a lot of minutes. But he does not play for a wisely run team. He should be playing the Tyrese Halliburton role in Golden State. That's what I wish. But whatever. Um, in Washington? No. Well, I mean, yes. That's what he should be doing, but they don't have somebody who plays that role. They have a you point wish, guard. You who, wish Troy Brown was playing in Golden State? Yes, because oh. they would be smart enough to use him properly uh-huh. instead of having him stand around and watch Russell Westbrook dribble and stuff. <laughs> like that's that, that's how fools. Well, that's what we do in practice. I don't know what to do in, in, in real in real game. Yes. Well, the answer is you stand around and watch Russell Westbrook do stuff. Poor Troy Brown. <laughs> Thought you were going to ring it that way. That's okay. No, I, I didn't even have it up. Taylor Horton Tucker is ranked number one fifty four. Hey, because he has a fantasy friendly. If you game. drop Trey Brown, Taylor Horton Tucker will inherit the bell. Okay, there we go. Um, um, yeah, but I love him, and he plays twelve and a half minutes a game. Yeah, but fantasy friendly. Yeah, we all love hearing you not talk about Taylor Horton Tucker. Mm-hmm. But other than uh, that, once I once the Yao Ming Dynasty is healthy, it'll pick back up. I've I've been very. Are sad we still today. talking about Yao Ming Dynasty versus? I've been selfish. very sad today. Yes. <laughs> like 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 I won, like we need to move I, on. I won my football <laughs> league, and I'm still like. That's twice. I still I, I but, but the point is I don't care if I get it like a sizable cut of the money. I will care more about that than we do of this league. Yeah. But if I don't get any money, then screw that league. I would rather win. Do you co-manage two. that league? I co-manage in that. No, I. No, that's baseball. Yeah, oh. I co-manage in that. I run the entire thing for the guy working. Hmm. So anyway, Bryce, I'll get my large check now. Well, he paid all the money, so he maybe he should. Get so then he does check. deserve all the money. If you if you kick everything in, then you get everything out. I think. No, but I'm not gonna say no. The opposite. Um, oh, poor Yaming Dynasty. No, no, you have three titles. I don't feel that bad. Darn straight. Fourth one coming this season. Okay. Um, all right. Next uh, next matchup. Who do we got? Next matchup is Goats versus the Pride. Critics, I told you all that I was the greatest of all time. Want to beat Sunday Liston? Everything the light touches is our kingdom. All right. You know how traditionally nobody in the this is a final score, by the way. But you know how traditionally nobody ever really respects Brandon like quite as much as he deserves. I know traditionally you don't respect Brandon quite as much as he. What deserves. was your pick last week? I don't know. I actually look did pick look him. it up. I actually did. Pick oh, him. did you really? I did. Wow, seven two, the pride over the goats. Um, I don't know. Let me let me let me just go ahead and find it. I thought I had it, but it must have. Um, oh, here it is. I got, I had, um, oh, well, that was yours. I had the pride winning 5-4. Okay, well, you didn't respect him as much. 7-2. Come on, Dallin. 
that that come on is this a wake-up call for uh for taylor or it's a wake-up this... call for you it's time you show some respect i showed more respect than you did well you're free to give me a hard time about that <laughs> but the point is the pride had an excellent week yeah, that's what i'm saying is it, is it a panic situation for the for the for the goats or is this like brandon's actually a really good team and it was a good week well and... maybe it's just because i've been slaughtered in week one and two but my take is it's week two whatever okay like i think I, every week is important well they're I mean, they all count the same but it's i i don't know i, I wouldn't worry too much he's healthy though right is it taylor healthy yeah got a lot of rookies he's, i don't know how much longer he can hold on to guys like Pokachevsky. Hey, Pokachevsky scored a point last week, so, That's so true. look out. Um, yeah, the Pride won field goal percentage. Like, the closest – oh, no, he won assist by one assist. That's Dude. nice. One hundred six. Yeah, 166 to 165. That's a lot of assists. He won turnovers, 87 to 88. Oof. Um, but Taylor won blocks, 23 to 25, which is tight. He won free throw percentage, 83 to 85, which this is This was tight. the marquee matchup of the week. Uh, and He's, it yeah. was a stomping. So enough Brand about stomped him out. Enough about last week. Uh, what's the matchup this week that we're previewing? Because this is last week's matchup, right? Oh, I honestly thought we were doing that. No, no. What's yeah? The... Because we did it the other way. Yeah, which was my suggestion. Way to go, Bryce. <laughs> like, wait a second, wait a second. We're not here yet. Uh, okay. What's the? What's... Do you want to go back and cut all that out? Uh, no, we'll just skip. We'll just we'll just make their shorter when we get to them later. Yeah, yeah. Time wise, although I think the pride deserves the respect of talking. Um, the pride versus the flock. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So we already did uh, a little bit of, of what the pride is and uh, the flock. Hey, Krame. Nice rooster. What's his name? Oh, well, this is little Jerry Seinfeld. So, all right. Did Benson turn things around this week? Because I know after week one, we were a little concerned. Um, last I checked, he was winning his matchup this week. Yep, 5-4. I believe that's a final score. Okay. Um, he actually won 5-4 because he won free throw percentage. Which is a little worrisome. Which is also because Brandon had two guys, or Kevin had two guys on his bench. Today that didn't set, won. His didn't set his lineup. I don't know if he didn't set his lineup or if he intentionally sat them to try to win turnovers. It may have, but did not work. Maybe I, I would need to piece through the score. We'll piece through the score later to see. But uh, no, it was it was a tight matchup. But the flock, we were, I don't know, we buried him a little bit more than we should have. I did. A little bit more because I don't respect him <laughs> as much as he deserves. But we, uh, we buried him. I buried him. Well, I mean, I didn't hear you coming to his defense. Not really. I and mean, why was would a, you? He's a bum. It was a bad. Um, it was a bad first week for Benson. And there are still problems. I mean, Sam Whiteside's still not doing anything. Playing eleven minutes a game. It's fewer than Taylor Horton Tucker. Um, he's ranked way worse too. Um, but Otto Porter started playing more. I was worried. I worried about him because. Patrick Williams played so well to start it off the season off, but then he's dropped off, and Otto Porter's played his way back into the starting lineup. Yeah, yeah, and you know, <clears> maybe <throat> he was just getting himself into shape, but he's been good. Kelvin Johnson's still playing well. He had a really good game against the Lakers. Kelvin Johnson, it was like he had like five threes, twenty something points. It was a double double night for him as well. Okay. I think the defensive stats were there. I don't know how how long he'll be able to keep it up, but Kelvin Johnson so far has. So far, I still think that A, the steals aren't sustainable, and B, he's going to drop off when Derek White comes back. 
But uh, the second part I agree with. Yeah, D- Derek Derek White's gonna es- essentially uh, take a lot of those minutes, but whatever. Um, Kyle Lowry was way better in week two than week one, which yep. is not surprising. Kyle Lowry's very good. Yep. Um, Jeremy Grant's still playing really well. He's playing really well. Yeah, I. We'll see. He had more points scored last week than Tobias Harris. Wow, Tobias Harris? Mm-hmm. He was the week two MVP. I know. Wow. Uh, Mitchell Robinson still up 27 and almost 28 minutes a game. Yeah, which is a lot for him. Which is, yeah. So a lot of those, last week we talked about his minutes problems, and a lot of those are going away. Some of them aren't. Ricky Rubio is still 24 minutes. Yeah. And then Hassan Whiteside, like I said, still pretty much useless. I mean, worse than useless, actually. But, um, nope. Pride versus the flock. What do you think? Well, um, I'll give my picks a little later. Um, but, uh, I do think this is a, it's a clear clash of styles. It's a clash of styles. It is an interesting matchup. Um, we'll see. We'll see. I think what Brandon did this last week probably won't be repeated in its entirety this week. I mean, that would be just mean every single one of his players is just hitting 100% for two weeks in a row, and I don't know if he can do that. But it'll be an interesting matchup, one that I will be paying attention to. Mm-hmm. Um, who do we have next up on the old this week matchup preview? Desert Storm versus the Goats. Would a coward have this? What the hell is that? These are my words, Mother, from Army. I told you all that I was the greatest of all time. All right. Um, before we move on, I, I, I did want to say that both the pride and the flock have someone on their IR, but other than that are healthy. Okay. So Worth noting. That's always significant. Yeah. Who's on the IR? Derek White. And... Derek White and Kevin Porter Jr. Well, more significant for the flock. Yeah. But if Derek White's stats are just going to Kelvin Johnson, which maybe they are, maybe they aren't. We still don't know. That's true. But, yeah, it is more significant for the flock. Okay. So, uh, Goats and Desert Storm. Um, ben is coming off of a week where he had to play me, and it was a struggle for the first half. I think Durant and Wall and Cousins and, you know, these guys that we all have question marks about were all sitting, and I was just kind of playing. <laughs> it's hard to it's hard to win when, when you guys don't play. But as soon as this guy started playing, he took the lead back like we thought he would. Um, so, but I don't know if you can get away with that against a team like Taylor. Um, if his guys are sitting half the week, it's tough. I mean, well, the, right now everybody is still listed as healthy for Desert Storm. Yeah. Now he's going to be sitting a lot of back to back, so even when he's healthy, yeah, he's going to have problems. But you now he's playing well. Paul George, a top ten player. Kevin Durant, a top ten player. Seth Curry has been bizarrely good. It's that it's Philadelphia, man. He's in that starting lineup. He's doing exactly what they're asking him to do, which begs the question: Why didn't any team in the NBA ever want Seth Curry to do this before? Because he's always been a really good three. Well, but not this good. He's shooting fifty six percent on the season, and I'm sure most of those are free are three point. But he's always been one of the best free throw or three point shooters in the league at the last couple of years. Yes, but it's I don't know. But nobody in the history of the game is a fifty percent three point shooter. No. I don't know what his three point percentage is. I can look that up on my phone because my computer died. Oh. It is sad, <laughs> but it'll be back. Don't worry. <laughs> For those of you at home, uh, which may be none of you, um, Bryce's computer has one sticker on it, 
and that is a San Diego Super Zombies. Sticker. I tried printing a bunch of stickers, uh-huh. but like the colors were all goofy. Like they 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 were all off by a little bit. Mm. I don't know what I don't know why I'm incapable of printing stickers, but I am, and it bothers me. If any of you have the ability to print all all of our league logos on stickers, I have the sticker paper. I just for some reason it's it's software. Yeah. Like I, I go to Avery's template and I copy my logo in and everything's just substantially darker. And I don't know why. Oh. I called Avery and somebody talked to me and like, oh, it's probably be-. the point is. I wish I had more stickers. Seth Curry is shooting 51% from three on five and a half attempts. That's that's only, impossible. It's really that's good. I can't like nobody, nobody in, the, in NBA history has ever done that or will. I don't know, unless like unless they have like cyborg shooting players in, in the future, but no, he'll he'll drop down. And, okay, I mean we should probably expect that as soon as like tomorrow night or whatever. But Desert Storm's a good team. The goats are not playing exceptionally well, and I think that some of that is legitimate. I mean, he's just he's got a lot of guys that just aren't good. Pokerchevsky's not good. Mm-hmm. Cole Anthony's not good. And I, I can see holding one of those guys, but holding both of them hurts. Anthony Edwards is not good. To compete this year against the the amount of teams that are competing this year, you can't have three projects. I think that's too much. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the standings think it's too much. Like, you can hold on to one, like a Taylor Horton Tucker, for example. And, and... Well, yeah, and if, if and maybe even two, because Anthony Edwards is at least, like, doing some things. He's getting points on the board. And, I don't know, like, maybe Cole Anthony? Because I would expect Cole Anthony to play better. He gets assists. He does, and he's, he's only shooting 31%. That'll go up. Yeah. But he's also only playing 20 minutes a game. And so it's like, you're going to hold this backup point guard and I don't know those upside significantly better than backup point guard. Mm-hmm. Pokashevsky's been horrible. Um, my pick for most overrated was Russell Westbrook. Right now he's rated number 90 on the season mm. because of his 42 and 65%. Who won our little uh, bet between uh, RJ Barrett and Russell Westbrook for field goal percentage? Was that on the, a week or the season? Just the week. I don't know. Because um, they played each other. Brandon and Taylor played each other. We thought who would have the worst impact. Oh, okay. And it was you took RJ. You thought RJ Barrett would be better, and I thought Westbrook would be better. Oh, I bet I was right. I don't think so. Really? Was RJ? I mean, I RJ Barrett had a pretty bad week. Okay. Uh, he might have brought it back today. We can look at that later. In All fact, right. Ben Levitt is keeping track of the boards, and he oh. will maybe just message uh, Discord tomorrow when he hears this. That would be handy. Thank you. Should we have a thread just for podcast related stuff? Podcast board bet, just like like anything podcast. Um, maybe like two podcast channels. One that's like podcast suggestions, and then like one that's like podcast commentary. Or something. Uh, well, like podcast uh, either so like the board bets or corrections. So if t- if like Trevor the historian wants to correct us on something, he can post in there, and also the board bets. Ben Lovett can say, "Oh, Dallin or Bryce won this." Okay. Board bet. Okay. Something like that. Okay. I don't know. Um, anyway, the goats are struggling. There's also some stuff that's not, I, I think, is going to correct. Um, Lillard at number 27 on the season. Anthony Davis at 43. That's not going to last. Yeah, he'll, yeah, he'll, he'll, those two will both there's back. There's positive regression here. Um, maybe some negative with a few guys. Yeah. Well, Mike Conley at 28 seems high. But 
it's played well. Mike Conley has played well. Good for him. I, I like Mike that. Conley. Yeah. He's also old. Yeah, but if he plays well this year. Yeah. If he can get another get another season out of him. Um Terrence Ross at 48. Yeah, that's too that's, that's too there. good. Um Darius Baisley's been solid at number 111. I think that's yeah, that was a really good draft pick. Um and that that's the thing, is like he's got all these all these projects. Like, why not just keep the projects that are working and then cut loose the stuff that's not? Because if you look at the projects, Anthony Edwards, I don't know, he's probably gonna be bad this year, but he might be good in the future. Um Cole Anthony, Darius Baisley, Alexei Pokoshevsky. Am I missing any? Four? Yeah, I think it's four. Like, why not just take the two wins? And because maybe the answer is because it's week two and we just don't know enough yet. Yeah. And that's a very reasonable stance. But it's also reasonable to say that he just got his clock cleaned at 7-2 and there might be some changes to make. Some... And he's still going to be ranked ahead of me in the standings, let's be clear about that. Yeah. But I'm, all, I'm, I'm, I'm dumping Troy Brown today. Yeah. Like, this season's going to be rough. and Trim the fat. It, it might be tough to climb back in. We'll see. All right. Well, any last uh, comments uh, regarding these two basketball clubs? Um, well, just to mention the health, the the goats are currently kind of missing Pokushevsky. It looks like he's got a concussion. He's for sure gonna miss Monday. I don't know <laughs> if that's gonna carry over. I thought you were gonna say that he's just not gonna play minutes. <laughs> you know what his field goal percentage is this season? No, zero point nine five. That's just a little worse than Devontae Graham. It's he's he's averaging zero point four make or makes and four point two shots. Eesh. Um so he'll be missing for at least the beginning of the week with a concussion, desert storm. With numbers like that, he sounds like he'll be missing the rest of the season. Uh he may. We'll see. Desert Storm's healthy. Well. Relatively. Relatively. This week. This minute, this moment in time. To the best of his ability, he is healthy. All right. Um, who do we got next on the old docket? Next up, Rainbow Rider versus Wayne Ain't Toto. Rainbow forever that won't fade away. Winning isn't everything. What a great back-to-back sound drop. It's good stuff. <laughs> um... I think that this matchup is probably going to be fairly one-sided. Rainbow Riders struggled week one, but they are They're in full back. force. Yeah, I mean, he traded his best young player in DeAndre Ayton, but other than that, things are looking good. Valanciunas has been very good this season. Um, Donovan Mitchell's waking up. Mm-hmm. Valanciunas has been regularly good this season. but uh, I, like, I, like I think he just rolls Valanciunas. out of bed and gets a double-double. You know what I mean? Like... He's just that kind of guy. Yep, he's still getting good production out of Kyle Anderson while Kyle Anderson plays. I mean, the team's not red hot. They're not what they're going to be, I think, what I predicted them to be. This is a great week for him to play Josh. But this is, yeah, and it's... Let's get our bearings straight. Let's get an easy win and move on. Because he needs some guys to continue to pick things up, but he's doing all right. Yeah. No, there's not much more to say on that. Um I think Bra- I think Bram's got an easy one here. Just set your lineup, and um, you know maybe you can get maybe you can get cute at the end of the week and try to win turnovers or something, um, if that's even possible. But uh, oh, I think it should be an easy one. Yeah, not a whole lot of drama in this one. Um, 
Miles Bridges is still playing pretty good. Jamal Murray struggled for Josh. Mm-hmm. Um, Joe Harris is all right. Other than that, it's 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 mostly just bad. Obi Toppin only played one game. Cam Reddish has not taken the step that I think some of us hoped he would. RJ Hampton, I don't get it. I don't. Know. He's playing two minutes a game. Yeah. And yeah, I don't. I don't get it. Killian Hayes has been disappointing. You can't drop. I him, think though. you got to see what that is. I th- I think the difference between Killian Hayes and Tyrese Halliburton is largely role that they both have the same limitations, but one of them is maximized and the other one is minimized. Um, if you were to swap their like. Let's put Tyrese in Detroit, Killian in Sacramento. Are we seeing a reverse? I mean, it may not be one-to-one, but I think that Halliburton would be playing very badly and Killian Hayes would be playing very well. Hmm. Just because they they have similar games, they have similar problems, similar – what's the word I'm looking for? Deficiencies. Um, So good for the Kings for using their guys well. That's nice. They haven't always done that. In fact, they usually do the exact opposite. No, they, yeah. Um, but Killian Hayes isn't dead yet. No, no, you gotta, you gotta hold on to that. Yeah, I was actually really happy that Josh got. It. If he couldn't go to me, I want him to go to Josh. I'd like to see Josh, Josh's team take that next step in the rebuild. So, I'm hoping that. And I was at number three, correct? Third pick, yeah. yeah. I think I would have taken him there as well. Um. All right. Not much more to say there. Who do we? Who's next up? The East. Uh, what about health? Health. Um, Obi Toppin's still hurt. Jalen Smith is still hurt, and Clay Thompson's on the IR for winning Nate Toto. Okay. Rainbow so, Riders are, I believe, healthy. All right. Well, that's not a good. That's not a great recipe for no. for Josh. No, it is not. All right. So, who do we got next? Up next is the East Mace Trading Company versus the San Diego Super Zombies. Yo-ho, yo-ho, a pirate's life for me. What do you think? I like turtles. All right, you're a great zombie. And good time. Um, yeah, Ben should run away with this. That's another one that probably doesn't need a whole lot of preview. Um, my pick later might shock you a little bit, but, I mean, we'll see. I, I, I He's definitely going to win. Yeah, he's definitely going to win. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I am going to predict the, a blowout. Okay, uh, the categories he will win will be blown out, but the 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 nine category win I don't think will be. That's okay. crazy. We'll see. We will see. Nobody's as low on my team as you, so uh, that's probably true. If I'm being honest, yeah. Um, I, I I don't know. I think I might just be a bad friend. That's all right. Is re- it all right for the me to re- the friend? rebuild is going just you just can't do any better than me as a friend. Uh, no, I, I definitely <laughs> could. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, my my rebuild's going just as just as well as it could right now. I'm happy. Okay. Um, but yeah, he'll win. Well, what's his health this week? He's healthy. He's got Jaron Jackson still on the IR. That's a big deal. But, but not against me. He's healthy. Yeah. All right. Uh. Yeah, a couple, a couple quick ones here, but uh, who's uh, who's up next? Up next, Boom Shock Locker versus Keyboard Cat. And we all say, oh, 
first time this week where I'm like, oh, that's a good matchup. No, I think the Goats versus the Pride is a good matchup. I'm oh, wait, but... was that last week's matchup? I'm getting old. Next week is Goats versus Pride. Alright, that's a good one. This is a really good one, though. I'm less excited for this matchup just because Carl Towns is injured. Yeah, that's true. I think that really throws a wrench into things mm-hmm. because Carl Towns is comfortably the best player on Keyboard Cat's roster. So he's going to be missing that. It was... It was nice that he was able to get fat off of winning eight Toto without Towns. Um, he's also missing a Coro. Not that that's any big loss. Of Coro's not been able to. Well, a Coro's played two games. Yeah, one and then the one where he got injured. So it's tough. I mean, it's still a good team, but without Towns, that leaves a big hole. Yep. I don't definitely agree with that. Um, but the Boom Shakalaka. Uh, I don't know how sustainable Miles Turner's play then will be. Uh, Probably not very. But we'll, we'll oh. see. <laughs> Steph Curry had 62 points tonight. I did not know that. Oh, my. Yeah, it's good stuff. So that's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Steph Curry's obviously on fire. Uh, James Harden's kind of a bit of a rocky road to start the season just due to – He's out, he's in, he's out, he's in. Um, it is – Aldridge hasn't played in a little while. Mm-hmm. Who knows if he's going to come back. Blake They're Griffin's just out, it, right? Like, knee soreness, so I don't know what that is. Blake Griffin played tonight. Oh, okay. Um, James Harden, I believe, sat the other day, but did, did he's expected to play. Does it seem like Blake Griffin's on a minutes limit there tonight? Um, I don't know what his minutes were. I'm guessing that it was – because he did not, well, no, he took 14 shots. He just missed a whole bunch of shots. He played 29 minutes. Oh, yeah. So I would say that he's healthy, but he's so diminished. Like, all he does is shoot three-pointers now. Yeah. He doesn't he doesn't play down low. He's, I can't remember the last time I saw a highlight reel dunk from Blake Griffin. Yeah. Um, the assists are nice, though. Yeah, the assists are always good, and that's what he does. So, I don't know. I mean... If Lamarcus Aldridge doesn't play, that helps keyboard cat. If James Harden doesn't play, that that's certainly hugely helps. Hugely significant, obviously. Uh, but it's it's it is still a pretty competitive, compelling matchup at this point. Yeah, no, I'm I'm excited to watch that one. Um, yeah, I feel like I've got not much to say on these last couple ones, other than it just seems like it's it's either a great matchup to watch or it's uh, someone's going to run away with the victory, but. Um, with Cat out, it definitely hurts. I would suspect that it's going to be an uphill battle for Ed this week. Yeah. And it's interesting. He's been kind of a... Is Cat still week to week? <laughs> I assume. It's only been one week since he was listed as week to week, so... It's like the worst medical report I've ever seen. Well, week, like, I get it if he's like... But the thing is, they, they said, oh, it's not a big deal, but it's week to week. Yeah, it's like, like okay, we'll have to wait at least so seven days to find out if he's out for another seven days. We're only going to evaluate him once every seven days. Roughly. Yeah. 
I mean, I'm sure they're evaluating him every day. It's like their doctor's like, well, I'm in, I'm in Cabo next week, so I can I can check on him again on Tuesday, but it'll have to be a quick one. Like it's like, don't they have team doctors that can look at him every day and tell us? Well, maybe they, my guess my my guess is that they pay their team doctor by the hour, and they only have him come in once a week. Oh, okay. Because otherwise, it would be too expensive. So you have him come in. That's what you get, in Minnesota. It's Wednesday. It's time for Carl Towns to to get evaluated. Um, no, I, I don't know. I, I would not expect Carl Towns to play yet. So I would be leaning Jim Chocolat for that reason. Alrighty. Um, then our last matchup is Avatar on Blu-ray versus the Highlanders. Finally, the Avatar 3D limited edition 3D Blu-ray. Finally. But whatever. Um, now the Blu-ray did look pretty good, so I'm hoping that the 3D Blu-ray, the 3D looks great on this. So. There can be only one. Duncan, the Highlander. Here we are. There can be. Um, I spoke too soon. This is probably the matchup of the week. As so long as Kevin sets his lineup. Um. Which I know maybe last week he didn't, or maybe he strategically sat. I don't know. know. Give him the benefit of the doubt and say he strategically matched, sat, and hopefully this week is just a bloodbath. Yeah, I mean, Highlanders, they're sitting on top of the standings after. Comfortably. After week two, they will only expand their lead. Um, Avatar and Blu ray coming off kind of a tough loss. Yeah. Um, But it's a good team. Mm-hmm. I think it, it will hopefully be a competitive matchup. Now, he lost somebody key this week, right? Was Doncic out a game? Uh, or somebody else? It was somebody else. He was. What's his health? What's the health situation like on Avatar? Rolly White Trailers is a professional and upstanding. Luca is listed as being a game time decision right now. Luca is he has not missed, but he's got a quad bruise. That's like a phantom. oh he didn't play today. Phantom injury. He did not play today, but who knows? It seems like it's not that serious. He's only ranked number ninety six on the season, so that can only get better. Uh, well, I mean, technically there are numbers that are higher than ninety six, like like one hundred and four. Yeah. So it is possible for him to go, but it is very unlikely. He's he's an excellent yeah. player, but the percentages, you know, it's kind of the same. The percentages are bad. The defensive stats are bad. Yeah, but the other stuff's good, and the percentage, will, I think, will get better. And one of he's, his games this weekend was a real better. stinker, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. He had a particular game where it was just like nothing was falling. He'll be fine. He yeah. just needs. Uh, I mean, once the best player on the team, Chris Porzingis, is back. Um, I think that he'll be able to just kind of fit into his role as sidekick and really take off. You're saying um, Porzingis will fit into his role as sidekick? No, no, no. Opposite. Porzingis. Is Again, Porzingis will sit and fit into his role know, as man. sidekick. Um, no, Avatar. Doncic is going to get better. He's going to get a lot better. Jokic has been great. So um, good. Uh, and Tatum's been good. 
Tatum is a very good basketball player now. Uh, I don't know. This will be an interesting matchup. One to one to watch. This one and the last one, Cat against Boom Shakalaka, will be the two matchups I'm going to be paying most attention to, I think. Um, Avatar on Blu-ray is missing Larry Markkinen right now. Um, It's COVID. Health and safety protocol. um, Is that the official line? That's what they say. That's obnoxious. It's their health and safety protocols, Bryce. It's obnoxious. Why not just like speak accurately? He's out for COVID. Like just be simple and accurate. That's more important, I think. Yeah. But I don't know. I find that I'm often frustrated with the way other people communicate. But I and with the way that I communicate. Like that <laughs> sentence was awful and it bothers me. Yeah. And you'll have to listen to it at least once. Yes. And as a member of the media, I should hold myself to my standard. Oh, we should give out media passes to certain members of the league. <laughs> like, like when we go watch a game at your house, we're allowed to use the uh, bathroom in the hallway instead of the one off of the kids' room? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, no, he's he's missing Markinen. He might be missing Doncic. He's missing Gallinari. He can just bump one of them to the IR. He doesn't have anyone in his IR. So get on it, Kevin. But we'll see. You can't you can't afford to mess around with the Highlanders right now. No, that's that's the one team you got to watch your streaming. You gotta you gotta set your lineup. You gotta make sure that you know if you've got a guy that if you're losing assist by a hundred and and you got a guy that really all he does is assist, maybe bench him so you don't lose turnovers too. Um, you got to be paying attention to these things this week. Trevor yeah. Trevor's not messing around. Um, they are currently healthy. I think Fournier's missed a game. I'm not sure. He's got back spasms. You never really know when that's going to go away or when it's on the Highlanders. Correct. I, I didn't realize that Fournier was on the Highlanders. Yeah, he traded for him. That's right. Um, you know, the best player on the Highlanders, I'll give you two guesses. Um, can I pull his roster? No, nope, it's Christian Wood oh. at number nine on the season. 36 minutes a game, which is awfully high. Now, tonight, Mr. Woodchuck's going to help me tell you a story. Is it about Wood? Um, about 24 points, 11 rebounds, 2 assists, 2.3 blocks, and 1.0 steals. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. Um, and a 3.5. He's a bad at free throw. Yeah. 1.53, but he's only 65% from the line. That's kind of weird. Yeah. And I feel, I don't know. I would be inclined to think that maybe he shouldn't be shooting that many threes, but who knows? Maybe, maybe I'm the one who's wrong. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, but no, he's been Demar Derozan at 17, Stephen Adams at 66, Fred VanVleet 25. Um, but he's held, Alec Burks was on his IR. Who's Alex Burks been excellent in the two or three games he was able to play? Mm-hmm. He just added Jay Crowder, who's number 102 on the season. Mm-hmm. Maybe somebody else should have added him. Maybe we all should have. Yeah. Like for Troy Brown. Trevor is definitely watching those waiver wires. He's a grinder. Is there multiple wires? There's, a, the There's just one wire, I think. Yeah, so he's watching the waiver wire. I honestly don't know what that term means or where it came from. Yeah, well, they're – yeah, I don't know either. I don't know. But it should be a pretty good matchup. Um, we've kind of – I guess we'll go over last week's scoreboard if you're done with the previews. And then we can come back and do – or do you want to do uh, – No, we can go through the 
Do you want to go over the scoreboard while we total last week's points in the head-to-head? Yeah, let's do that. Let's okay. let's 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 uh, let's let's mix it up. We're all jumbled up because we we went Sunday instead of Monday. Yeah, we'll get there. means it's the podcast pick them yes um we're gonna go through each matchup and give our predictions of who will win each matchup and by how much and also kind of recount the the numbers from last week yes which order should we do that in uh let's go to last week's scores recount last week all right so uh going over it briefly here um the in week two, Yaming Dynasty versus the Rainbow Riders. The results of that seem to be Rainbow Riders winning by seven two. Seven two. So you had Yaming Dynasty winning. I had Rainbow Riders winning six three. I get a point. Um, Avatar and Blu-ray versus the Flock. I believe the Flock has won five four. Correct. Um, we both had Avatar and Blu-ray winning five four. We neither of us get a point. So way to go, Benson, proving us wrong. Uh, Super Zombies versus Boom Shakalaka. I had Super Zombies winning 7-2. You had them winning, um, Super Zombies winning 5-4. What was the result? Super Zombies 5-4. Um, this week it was Super Zombies 5-4? Yes. Oh, that's right. You did get a three-pointer on that. Um, we both got the, uh, outcome correct. Uh, Highlanders Flying Hellfish. I had Highlanders 7-2. You had Highlander 6-3. The result there was Highlander 7-2. So three-pointer for me, uh, but we both had the outcome. Um, East Mesa Trading Company versus Desert Storm. I had Desert Storm winning 6-3. You had Desert Storm winning 7-2, and it was a 6-3. Correct. So another three-pointer for me, but again. Keyboard Cat versus winning 8 to do. I had Cat winning 7-2. Or no, you had Cat winning 7-2. I had Cat winning 8-1. It was 6-3, keyboard cat. 6-3, so a point Josh piece. kept it a little tighter. Yeah, good to go, Josh. Goats versus the Pride. I had the Pride winning 5-4, and you had the Goats winning, um, I think, 5-4. 5-4, yeah. Um, anyways, uh, neither of us were 100% correct, but I did get a point for saying the Pride would win. Pride won 7-2. He really proved both of us wrong. Great week. Um, anyways, uh, so the results after week two uh, – I got 10 points this week. Bryce got six points this week. Uh, Bryce is at 11 points. Dallin's at 14. What a grudge match. What? No, there's no grudges here. Oh, they are grudges. I take this stuff very seriously. <laughs> well, you lost both your matches this week. Uh, but this one doesn't matter as much. No. Um, this is all I have, so... No, you've got Tyrese Halliburton, remember? Yeah, it's fun to watch him. Uh, well, week three, um, pick-ems for the week. You want to do yours first? or Yeah. Okay, so Bryce, go ahead. Yaming Dynasty versus the Flying Hellfish. I have the Yaming Dynasty winning six to three. Time to get on that winning streak. You need to. Um, yeah, it's time to go. <laughs> nice, of, nice of Jay to be roughly as injured as I am. Yeah. Nobody, nobody else has extended that courtesy to me. No. Um, Avatar on Blu-ray versus the Highlanders. I have the Highlanders winning 6-3. 
think that team's really good. Avatar is good, but not good enough. Boom Shakalaka versus Keyboard Cat. I'm taking Boom Shakalaka 5-4. Counting on Harden to play. I think that the loss of Cat is just too much for Ed to overcome. East Mesa Trading Company versus Super Zombies. I actually wrote down inverted. I have Super Zombies 7-2. He punts, but I don't know that he punts that hard. But we'll yeah, find out. We'll find out. Um, Rainbow Riders versus Winning Me Toto. I've got Rainbow Riders 7-2. Goats versus Desert Storm. I'm going Desert Storm 5-4. I think there's just too much junk at the bottom of the Goats. And I think he's got a good shot at giving up both percentages. And it's tough to win if you're giving up both percentages. And then the Pride versus the Flock. I've got the Flock 5-4. Because I'm going to continue to disrespect Brandon. On and principle, if nothing else. In traditional form. Um, all right. So, my picks. Uh, I've got in Yao Ming Dynasty versus Flying Hellfish. I've got Yao Ming Dynasty winning 5-4. Um, I didn't really realize earlier that the Flying Hellfish were as banged up as you. Otherwise, it might have been a little bit more on you yours. change but... it. No, no, you can't change it after. No, I, I didn't no. Okay, five four. Avatar on Blu-ray versus the Highlanders. I've got Highlanders winning six three. I will start to give Trevor the respect he's earned at this point. Um, Boom Shakalaka versus Cat. I said Boom Shakalaka five four. Same reasons you gave. Um, in the East Mesa Trading Company versus Super Super Zombies. I've got Super Zombies winning five four. It's a bit lofty, but. Uh, I don't know. I, I've been oddly good at steals. Uh, I should win t turnovers, and against a punt free throw team, I should win at least free throws and threes, but I think I'll get crushed and everything else. There you go. We'll see. Um, he's been really good at steals, though, too. It could be 6-3. Or, yeah. Desert Storm versus the Goats. I've got the Goats 6-3. Um, I just think that uh, this week is a week probably Ben starts to feel the effects of it's week three. These guys are going to get west rested a little bit more than they had been. Goats are going to – he's a good manager. He's going to hes going to figure it out this week. He's going to make some adjustments. Um, the Pride versus the Flock, both teams that I that we collectively have kind of been down on this season. Um, I am going to give respect to Benson. After this last week, he kind of showed himself – and in, in, in beating Avatar on Blu-ray when, honestly, I really didn't think that would happen. Yeah, but the Pride won 7-2. I know, I know, okay, I know, okay. I know. Uh, I mean, I voted the Flock. I, I think, the, flock I think flock. the punt the punt free throw uh, build is going to do what it should be doing, and it's going to win 5-4. So, but I think those four categories he loses will probably be blowouts, and there'll probably be a couple close ones. So, not that Brandon seems bad, it's just he's going against a, a punt free throw team that's going to have a good week. I think we'll see. That's it. Uh, uh, no, you forgot Rainbow Riders versus Winning It Toto. Yeah, um, I, did, I guess so. Rainbow Riders versus Winning It Toto. I've got Rainbow Riders 8 1. All right. So, and that one that he loses will not be turnovers. Just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> it will be. Um, I think that's it. So, do you have anything else to add? Anything we forgot? Uh, yes, I would like to apologize because. Uh, I Two. wussed out on one of my bold predictions, as you oh. pointed out. Yeah, um, I, I pointed it out in, a, in an intermission. Yes, um, it, it was. 
I predicted that the Space Trading Company would win fewer than two weeks, which is a really wussy, bold prediction. So I have gone on and officially edited that to the Space Trading Company will win zero weeks, because that's an <laughs> that's an appropriate bold prediction. And I apologize to the league and to the institution of bold predictions, but not to me. No, it's not personal. It's just <laughs> bold. Grind that axe. Uh, all right. Anything else, Dad? No, sir. All right. Well, and I guess if that's it, then we will leave you until next time. smell it? There's a life force in here tonight. I see potential. I see a famous rap artist. Being an only child, educated entirely by private tutors my whole life, I'm looking forward to interacting with children for the first time. I'm going to teach you, and I bet you might teach me a little something also. Those of you from Western Pennsylvania probably know my father, Tony Perkis Sr., the lighting fixture king. All the lights you'll see around this camp have been donated by him. But I'm going to do old dad one better. I'm not going to give you a light. I'm going to show you the light. <laughs>